Blog Talk Radio. Focused on the bigger pictures, dreams, confidence. Just do it, me, man. Let's go. It's hustle. I put my head to the sky because I'm chilling. I'm focused on my rhymes and skills because I'm winning. Ain't nobody give me nothing. Man, I had to take it. I stepped out on faith and homie, I made it. Home, I'm a room five. I'm so faded. Them haters jaw jacking because they hate it. I told myself I'd never live this way again. I'm playing my position so I can always win. Every day I gotta live in paradise. I'm screaming when mine. That's the way of life I thank God for blessing me with the whole armor Matter of fact, I'm thanking God for my mama Cause she raised me right so I can take a chance Now I'm living my dreams, plus I'm a better man I'm a CEO and a family man I thank God for my life, I know we had a plan You should call me Mr. LeBron James The way across cross over it, lane, the game I made it, I made it, I made it I made it, I made it, I made it. Hey, a lot of people envy my success So bad about the great Lord knows that I'm If I don't work, then I don't eat I understand this game, it got principles So understand my dreams, they ain't invincible I could've stayed in the streets, I had a lot of plugs But I wanted to change, I was never a thug I refused to sell my soul just to get some cars And catch a felony case living behind bars I got dreams and goals and aspirations So do me a favor and keep hating Cause I'm on top and I will never stop I look forward Good Tuesday evening to you and welcome to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Thank you for joining us this evening. We just opened the show to the tunes of the very talented rapper L. Hustle out of Detroit, Michigan. I Made It is the title of the hot song. You know, this national radio show caters to everyone. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton brings an array of topics and exclusive guests to the table. We do aim to deliver thought-provoking discussions with public figures that will hopefully impact and influence lives in a game-changing manner. Stay connected with the show, and please share us with everyone you happen to know. We love that you find the show relevant, and I certainly value your commitment to staying connected with this national family radio talk show. I love it. And I also love hearing from our loyal listeners from all over the country. Please listen in right now to hear from a few of our dynamic listeners. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarka, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Hi, my name is Keisha Lonnan, the owner of Glamour Tree, a healing handmade custom-made lotion, www.glamortreatz.com, and I am listening to Let's Talk America today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We are very grateful to have you on board. Do you want to get on the air to share your thoughts about the show? Do you have pertinent community news to share with a national listening audience? Simply email the radio show at letstalkshana at gmail.com. One email takes care of everything. 
Do connect with us on social media. We are busy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter also, and you can find us by simply searching Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. We are out there on social media because we know you are too. Please stay connected with us. All right, let's move forward with our dynamic show this evening. Tonight we have the one and only Jeff Johnson. You know him from CNN, BT, the Tom Joyner Morning Show, and Dr. Phil Show, and many, many more outlets. He is with us tonight to discuss a variety of hot topics that matter in your community. If it's important to you, we will discuss it tonight on the show. This segment will simply amaze you. You know, the conversation will always be deep and thought-provoking and on point with Jeff Johnson. Stay with us. No one should miss this show. Connect with all of your friends and your family and tell them we have great music and a groundbreaking conversation on tonight's show. They will not want to miss out. We are jam-packed as always. We just have 30 minutes, not much of your time, and we want to keep pushing ahead. Right now, we will briefly go over our words of inspiration for tonight's show. Tonight, we have Franklin D. Roosevelt, the former U.S. president, who once said that the only limit to our realization of tomorrow would be our doubts of today. Let us move forward with strong and active faith. I'm going to echo that powerful statement again by the late FDR. The only limit to our realization of tomorrow would be our doubts of today. Let us move forward with strong and active faith. Awesome. Live like you love life and keep pushing. Never give up. Hold on. Hold on. Let us live to the fullest by exchanging ideas. Knowledge is power. Jeff Johnson is with us tonight, and let's bring in our guest right now. Jeff Johnson has contributed commentary and analysis about issues related to race, politics, popular culture, and socioeconomics for a litany of top-tier media outlets that do include CNN, Fox News, BET, and the Dr. Phil Show, just to name a few, as I mentioned earlier at the top of the segment. Jeff Johnson continues to provide weekly commentary on the nationally syndicated Ricky Smiling Morning Show, tackling issues on politics, entertainment, and social policy issues for over 8 million listeners. As an award-winning journalist, social activist, political commentator, and author, Jeff began his journey to playing a great part in the world as a student leader at the University of Toledo, serving as the president of student government and the Black Student Union. Early in his professional career, Jeff ascended to national leadership positions, becoming the national director of the NAACP's Youth and College Division, as well as vice president of the Hip Hop Summit Action Network. It was in these capacities that Jeff Johnson began to develop and cultivate his passion for politics and social activism and laid the groundwork for a career that exemplifies service and awareness. Johnson's dedication and superb work ethic garnered the attention of African-American cable network BET, and in 2003, Johnson began a five-year engagement as the resident cultural and political affairs commentator of the popular music show Rap City. Many of us, of course, remember that. Additional work with the network included the Jeff Johnson Chronicles, as well as the weekly news show The Truth with Jeff Johnson. 
In 2008, Johnson received the NABJ Salute to Excellence Award for BET's Life and Death in DFR, Jeff Johnson Reports series. Excellent work. In 2009, Johnson published his very first book titled Everything I'm Not Made Me Everything I Am, Discovering Your Personal Best. This empowering strategic guide for manifesting and achieving your personal best showcases Johnson's unique blend of political consciousness and street smart inspiration. Publishing this book enabled the world to see its multifaceted appeal and approach to a wide variety of topics. The book is an uplifting and powerful book with a wide range of appeal for everyone. Johnson continues to be a catalyst for conversation on topics that define culture of today. From his celebrated dialogue with marquee world figures who include the Presidents of Republic of Liberia and Sudan, President Obama and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, former Secretary of State, excuse me, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, to his grassroots trench work to help create a better society. Jeff continues to be a trailblazing social entrepreneur and authentic voice for change. His ability to shift momentum to accommodate his audience and the overall topic, necessity, make Johnson a pivotal component to a litany of social conversations. Jeff Johnson consistently helps communities, corporations, and institutions to create innovative solutions and develop multi-level partnerships to resolve a historic and systematic social imbalance and equalities. Listeners of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, please help me welcome the one and only Jeff Johnson. How are you this evening? Shana, I'm great. How are you? I am awesome and so excited that we have you on with us because I know there are a lot of different topics and issues that are near and dear to your heart, Jeff, so I don't want to waste any more time. I want to jump right into it. It's something that matters a lot to you. And, of course, that's activism. It's near and dear to your heart as others also out there. But tell us this, Jeff, from your perspective, how can the average person, the average American listening into this national show right now, how can they truly get involved to make a difference in their communities? Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's as complicated as people think. I mean, I, I think the question is, the, the, the real question is, what's the entry point? And the entry point is whatever you care about. Okay. And, and so it's kind of this formula, right? What do you care about plus what do you have the capacity to do? And so th- there are people that hold off on serving in the areas that they want to serve in because they don't feel like they, they're um, popular enough, famous enough, have enough money, so yeah. on and so forth. But, you know, if, if you care about something, then do what you can right then and then allow, as you evolve, your ability to serve will evolve. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if it just means reading to a kid at your church or yeah. if it means you know, helping the neighbor next door, all of those are the little things that help make large differences. Mm, Every little bit helps, certainly. You know, obviously, you're a huge advocate of individuals getting involved, but we have to know this, Jeff. What or who inspires your own activism? I mean, I was just a pissed-off college student. Um, (laughs) And and so, you know, I think my parents always taught me to be a critical thinker, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. until... I was in college, and, and I was just angry about what I thought was injustice as it related to black folks in particular at the University of Toledo in Ohio. And so, 
you know, it was it was time meeting opportunity meeting my gift, and so I, you know, I, we had a we had a phenomenal group of young people that I was there with at a time when mainstream hip hop was socially conscious and was encouraging us to be engaged at a time when very there was leadership that was needed, and so you know it was this perfect storm of a calling and a destiny uh, that I answered, and uh, it opened the door to what was actually going to be the rest of my life. Mm, just making a difference and not standing by and letting things happen. Okay, Jeff, there's a lot of things going on right now around the world, and at first I want to touch on violence in our communities because it's pivotal and this is very critical to us. Chicago has been covered a great deal in the media lately. Clearly, they're not the only city or major city that's dealing with this issue. But in your opinion, what lessons are to be learned from the situation in Chicago? Stop believing media hype. Uh, um, The issue in Chicago is serious and and we should be addressing it. And any time we lose one baby, that's too many. But if you look at the if you look at the level of homicides between 2010 and 2013, you know these years that people have been talking about there being a crisis in Chicago, none of those years has a higher murder rate than the homicide rate between 1967 okay. and 2003. Wow. Every single year in Chicago between 1967 and 2003, the homicide rate was higher than any year 2010 through 2013. Okay. So we, 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 we've got to say, wait a minute, in, in 2013, the murder rates in Baltimore, in Walmart, in Kansas City are higher than those in Chicago. And so why are we talking about Baltimore? Uh, uh, New Orleans or Kansas City at the same same way we are Chicago. Because the media has made it a story and the story is feeding our, uh, where we think we move. And so does that mean I think we should back up shop and not address issues in Chicago? Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. What it means is let's allow what we know is happening in our own backyard to be the litmus for what we engage in and not what we see on CNN. If that was the case, we'd be running around. You know, I would be really interested in knowing how many of your viewers have actually seen a group of kids play the knockout game. Mm. But if you watch the media right now, you would think that in every major city, all you got to do is sit out on the corner and within 10 minutes, you're going to see a group of kids coming around the corner trying to knock somebody out. Okay. So, you know, I, I want us to be critical thinkers, and I think that's the lesson we get from Chicago. But mm. more than that, it's that with every little, we talked about this earlier, with every small engagement, you make a difference. I'm working with Susan Taylor and the uh, National Cares Movement. We've yeah. adopted a high school in Chicago, Harlan High, and we've got people on the ground there uh, two to three days out of the week. We've got full-time staff. We've got folks that we're bringing in, like myself and others, Michael Eric Dyson, um, to, to engage these young people. But we've got mentors, and so you've got alum of Harlan High who are committing themselves to being there on a regular basis to be available. Okay. That's what the lesson in Chicago should tell us, that, mm-hmm. that if we do small things, big things happen. Okay. So stay involved in our youth lives. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a program. I mean, yes. you don't have to be 
uh, a, a mentor in an established mentorship program where you don't have to be a part of a national organization. If you care, care enough to walk outside and see where you're needed and when you see that need, respond. Yes. I love it. Awesome. You know, there's been a lot of conflict in the national political arena lately. We certainly know that, and the media has done their job in covering that. And a great deal of people that I know personally and professionally, Jeff, continue to be pessimistic about politicians and their true intentions, if you will. What's your feedback on how not to get bogged down with all of the negativity and the desire to truly want to withdraw from political involvement? Because so many Many individuals are really tired of the bickering in Washington, D.C. They're tired of the back and forth. They're trying to shift through what's real with what they're tagged as Obamacare, what's not real. What's your feedback on that? Well, I mean, to, to try to be as concise as possible, I think people should be cynical. Um, I think they should be frustrated, and I think they should be angry. We have a Congress that is the least productive of any Congress in the history of the United States of America. And with all of the issues that we're dealing with, we should be frustrated with that. But we elect them. Yes. And so at some point, our efforts should be around do. I like the person who's representing me in office, and if I do, I should go hard to make sure that they stay there. If I don't, I should go hard to make sure that they get out. But more than that, and, and this is where I'll close out, I think that um, we spend too much time talking about federal politics. And so while I think the president is important and I think Congress is important, we are less than 11 months away from a midterm election that I don't hear anybody talking about. Okay. And so... There are going to be governors. There are going to be statewide electeds. There are going to, and in addition to members of Congress and the Senate that are going to be elected. But if we're not serious about these statewide offices, we're going to be in a position where the very things that we value the most are going to be taken away. Mm. And that just tells you just how important it is to stay involved and really vote. Go let your voice be heard. Absolutely. Mm. You know, Jeff, I know you focus a great deal on youth empowerment. I know that, and I love hearing you speak about that. Um, and you're a parent. I'm a parent. Parenting is not always easy. As an activist and a concerned parent, what advice do you have for that guardian listening right now, if they're in Chicago, if they're in San Francisco? You know, what if they're really trying to connect with their own children, and in their eyes they seem to be falling short of that? Um, I mean, being a parent is hard, and, and you know, on most days, um, parents are not our kids' favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think, I think that we should be okay with that. I, I, I see so many parents in the midst of trying to be great parents, trying to be friends with their kids. And I think it's great for our kids to like us, um, but, but I, you know, I, I have to tell my, my kids regularly, I'm not interested in being your friend yes. um, at all on any day of the week. And, you know, I, I think that if we had parents that were courageous enough to allow their kids to be mad at them, um, we would be in a place uh, that, that would be a lot more effective. And, that, and that's a simplistic answer. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that parenting is, is, is a hell of a lot more complex than that, and we could have an entire yes. show about it. Yes. But I think if we started, you know, being gangster, 
And and, I, and that doesn't mean whipping your kids behind. It means understanding that my role yes. is to provide discipline. My role is to provide direction. My role is to provide mentorship. My role yes. is to provide guidance. Um, and my role is to provide love in the midst of all of that. But my kids don't have to like me at any stage Correct. in that process. Yes. They just have to understand that when all is said and done, Mommy, daddy, big mama, auntie, whomever my guardian is, yes. really wants to pull the best out of me. Mm. And, and discipline, in many ways, in shape, shape and form, is what proves to our babies how much we really care. Mm, powerful. What's best for them overall. Now, I want to talk about our youth a little more, Jeff, and this topic is near and dear to my heart. It seems that so many young men and women um, – often idolize athletes and entertainers, including the stars of sensationalized reality shows. And I want to go on the record saying, clearly there's nothing wrong with being an athlete or entertainer. Certainly this show is, we've had many of them on and we appreciate all of their efforts. But we ideally would like to see our youth strive to other professions also. What's your stance on this all too real current issue? Well, I mean, first, you know, let's let's get off our babies' backs and be honest about the fact that we idolize celebrities too. Yeah. And so whether it was whether it was Sidney Poitier or, or Will Smith, yeah. we have we have we have idolized celebrities, and and so our babies are going to do the same thing. The challenge is goes back to your earlier question, which is about parenting and community. And so when parenting and community break down kids go looking for whoever is engaging them the most. Yes. And so often it's entertainers and not entertainers who have ever had parents themselves. Correct. And so if, if, if these entertainers, who most of whom are in their 20s if not younger, haven't been parented, haven't been mentored, what in the world makes us think that they have the ability to in some way, shape, or form feed brilliantly into our babies? Amazing. And, and and so, you know, this this reality T V piece is about money and let's you know, let's be honest about the fact that it's about money. Um, but we as community members gotta do our job. If you don't like what's on the air, then engage the sponsors that are paying for it to be on the air and get it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you know, to to complain that reality T V is the the uh, the fault of your baby not graduating from high school. Okay. 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 Now keep it real. Always on point, Jeff Johnson. You know, before you get out of here, I want to talk about international matters right now. And your activism is global, truly. And we commend all of your efforts. Um, as you know, the Central African Republic is dealing with extreme violence right now. As America sees limited, and I mean quite limited, media coverage of this ongoing tragedy, many are appalled and yet confused about their own personal interests in the matter. Well, what can the average American do to try to help the situation and the countless other scenarios that are similar in South America, the Middle East, Asia, and in other parts of Africa? How can we help, Jeff? Well, I, I think, one, people should just be informed. Okay. And so I wish people would read the paper more, watch the news more. I wish that they would make international issues a part of what they talk about at the dinner table if they actually talk at the dinner table. <laughs> um, and, and if that was the case, then very similar to how we serve at home, 
we would find the places of interest. If I had conversation at home, if I read the paper, if I learned about some of these things, then I would realize why what's happening in the Congo may be pulling on me more than what's happening um, in Darfur. Okay. Um, if, if I'm watching, I may want to um, help what's happening in the Philippines more than I want to be engaged in what may be happening in Eastern Europe. Okay. Um, but, but if I don't read, if I don't pay attention, if I don't have conversations, then I'm waiting on somebody else to tell me what's important. Mm. And, and the other piece is, you know, kind of always carrying with us that mantra of, of Dr. Martin Luther King that said injustice anywhere is a threat to justice yes, everywhere. Yes. And so if something is happening in the Congo, I shouldn't be on some, well, if no problems happening in Baltimore, okay. the time to address what happened in Chicago. Well, yeah, you do. And it doesn't mean you have to get on a plane and move there. Yes. But it does mean at least be conscious enough to be able to connect the pain that's happening in Baltimore, in San Francisco, in New York, with the pain that's happening in Haiti, mm. in, in Zimbabwe, in, in the Congo, in Central West, Sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. Um, and if we did that, I think our level of sensitivity would be enough to make more of a difference than we ever give ourselves credit for. Mm. Powerful, powerful. We've got to make sure justice is being sought out everywhere. I want to touch on one last topic before you get out of here. Uh, before we wrap up, there's been a lot of talk about is there really a need for Black History Month, if you will, in February. And some individuals even think it's an insult to label a month Black History Month. I got to know, Jeff, from your perspective, is it truly needed in 2014 or not? It's needed more now than it ever was, and I, and I just think people have to, people who say that oftentimes lack historical perspective. Carl okay. G. Woodson, when he created Negro History Week in 1927, didn't do so because it was about um, black folks being equal. It was about making sure that there was an understanding of the contributions of people of color in a country that often didn't value them. Okay. And as a change to Black History Month, it wasn't about the coldest or shortest month. It was about the fact that there were two individuals, Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln, who Negroes at that time revered, and both their birthdays were in February. Okay. And it was about a springboard, a specific time to celebrate a specific history. It wasn't supposed to be the only time we talked about it. Yeah. So these Negroes running around talking about we don't need black history <laughs> aren't even the ones who are normally spreading the messages of black history any other time other than okay. February. Okay. So I, I just wish they would be quiet and understand <laughs> that every other community, whether it's the Jews, whether it's the Italians, whether it's the Chinese, whomever it is, pay specific attention to teaching their history all year round. Yeah. Do have moments of celebration to make sure the whole world understands how valuable their history is. Finally, mm. it does not mean that you don't value any other history. It does not mean that we don't care about how we fit within global history. And again, just means we're taking a moment in time to celebrate who we are, what we've done, where we've come from, where we need to go, so that the other 11 months of the year, we're not running around confused, thinking that we're something that we're not. Mm. Always on point, a groundbreaking conversation with Jeff Johnson. Before you get out of here, Jeff, how can our listeners uh, connect with you? I know you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, right? Yep, I'm on Twitter at Jeff Nation. Uh, I am, I'm hanging.
hanging on to Facebook, even though I don't know how long I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> they can check me on my website at jeffijohnson.com. Definitely, and I'm sure they can also find your book there, right, if they want to look forward and get more information on it. They can. Awesome. Thank you for joining us on Let's Talk America. We appreciate everything you do. Congratulations and keep pushing. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. The one and only national activist and advocate, Jeff Johnson. We certainly appreciate him being on with us this evening. And we also appreciate you listening in tonight. We will be back on next Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do share us with family and friends. We so value you joining us every Tuesday. The show is doing quite well, and we value and cherish your time. 30 minutes jam-packed with music and relevant conversation. If you're interested in knowing who will be on week by week, check out our schedule by visiting www.blogtalkradio.com slash Shana Thornton, and you can see our schedule for coming weeks and stay connected with us. Before we get out of here, we want to continue with the tunes of a sensational and critically acclaimed rapper, El Hustle, out of Detroit. The song is I Made It. I Made It, a personal testimony of his life. We've had him on a show some weeks back. I Made It. He's a friend of this show. Enjoy the music and see you next week. In the meantime, stay connected and join the conversation and make a difference. I had to take it, I stepped out on faith and homie, I made it, home I'm a room five, I'm so faded, them haters jaw jacking, cause they hate it, I told myself I'd never live this way again, I'm playing my position so I can always win, every day I gotta live in paradise, I'm screaming when mine, cause that's the way of life, I thank God for blessing me with the whole armor, matter of fact, I'm thanking God for my mama, cause she raised me right so I can take a chance, now I'm living my dreams, plus I'm a better man, I'm a CEO, and a family man, I thank God for my life, I know we had a plan You should call me Mr. LeBron James The way you crossed over it, lane, fade in the game I made it, I made it, I made it, I made it Hey, a lot of people hear me my success With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.